Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Yeah, I'm ready when you are, big dog, nasty dog, dog, <laughs> dog, big dog, big sweet nasty dog. Beans. What kind of, what kind of, dog uh, beans. what brand of dog, dog beans? Dog beans. <laughs> what brand of what? Dog just made of beans. Yeah. Delicious. A dog made of. Do you know banana made of beans? <sighs> yes, they, that Frozen seems to be beans. a big sort of meme of like just hiding uh, baked beans, Heinz baked beans in in places. Does uh, it have to be Heinz? It. Does it have, have to be Heinz? I, I I don't think you can really tell from. JPEGs, heavily compressed JPEGs from the internet. What kind of brand of beans it is? I do go Heinz now, but I used right. to go Branston. Yeah, why, have you, why did your heel turn on? Sainsb- uh... Well, Sainsbury's don't seem to stop Branston, which is a bit of a disappointment. Do really. you like? Do you kind of go to supermarkets and sort of welcome to the Nook Picture? I'm Pete Donaldson. It's Monday the second of May. Pinch punch second of the month. Blah blah blah. Hope you had a good Sunday. Say my name as well. You're Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you. Carry on with um, your point. Do, when you go into a supermarket, you're kind of like you remember what it was like last time because I just go in and go that's new that's new grab that grab that grab that grab that and, and Sarah appreciates the fact that I do not she doesn't appreciate the fact that I always forget basics but she appreciates yeah. the fact that I'll grab something that she wasn't necessarily expecting yeah and it's usually something from the fruit aisle I a tamarind or a, yeah. a star fruit I don't think that tamarind you got me the other day that you said you brought back from St. Lucia did mm. you actually just buy that from the supermarket no but I, I got I brought that from St. Lucia uh, but it was like I think it came from Thailand, so it got to Thailand. Yeah, from Thailand all the way to St. Lucia, uh, just to be brought back for you to have a munch on. Yeah, Lovely we are sponsored job. by um, some environmentally friendly. Uh, <laughs> Not my fault. I didn't no. choose it. I know. Um, what was the question? Oh yeah, so the supermarket. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a bone of contention in our house because the Wi-Fi I have access to, I am absolutely sure she doesn't check the cupboards or the fridge before she does the shopping list. Okay. And then I go and do. I think I might have said this to you before. But when I go and take. Um, her to ice skating on a Thursday night. Mm. I then do the weekly shop um, while she's out ice skating. Right, okay. It's quite near. Yeah. And I'm in the car and I've got to carry all the bags back. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of supplement it with bits during the week. Anyway. And you come you come to the so, ice rink and you lay out a prawn ring and she's a jump over it. That, exactly. It's like an Iceland advert. Ice. And then we go, thank God my mum has gone, gone to Iceland. Iceland. What band was that? Don't know actually. Look it up when I'm telling the story. Because you don't listen to my stories anyway. Nope. And so what I do find though, when I go and I get a list, and I and I find it very difficult to. So what I'd like to do is be in the absolute god level tier of shoppers, Pete, and have a memory of what how the supermarket's laid out, and then do the shopping list in that order. Yeah. Rather than doing it from the cupboards and the fridge from at home, where I'm going back and forth, back and forth. So I don't know where I am. But then I also realised. 
fairly recently that the smaller Sainsbury's, we're talking about Sainsbury's here, I go to Sainsbury's 90% of the time. Right. They change everything around all the time. Yeah. To, to, to mess with your mind. Mess with mate. your mind. It's a yeah. government mind control trick <laughs> to, um, to make sure you stay more mm. time in the supermarket. So that's why they'll put the bread right at the very back. You know that? But, so but, you have to walk through the whole shop to so get your if bread. They, but if they, but if, you're, if they kind of move stuff around to keep it interesting for you and keep you in the store more, like that just makes me run quick around the shop because I'm like, right, I need fabric softener. Don't oh, know where mate, it is. I can't. I, I can imagine you in the supermarket. You're under. You're a, you're a maniac. Oh, it's great. It's like I'll buy some um, seeds from Africa. Yeah. In the f- world what does that food mean? world food. What does aisle. that mean? I'll just be like, they look good. I'll figure out how to cook them later and whether they go with anything, it doesn't really matter. Because yeah. I made on uh, Easter Friday, Easter Friday, Easter Friday? Or was it Easter? No, it was Easter Sunday. I made hot cross buns breakfast bap. I saw that, yeah, you sent a photo. Hot cross buns, egg, hot sauce, two um, hash browns, and that's that's your lot, really. Yeah. Needed meat. It needed some kind of sausage in there. Um, I'm on board with that. Until I get to the thorny issue of the sultanas in the hot cross bun. Yeah. If there's no sultanas in it, if it's just a sweeter bun, mm. I'd be fine with that because I like a brioche. Yeah. You know, how did it go down? Go down well? Um, even, to be honest, even I was a bit disappointed with it. I thought it was going to taste sensational, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't It wasn't really there. Did you have me. the idea organically? No. <laughs> well, organically, as in, I, I, we needed, I needed something. I, was, I got two slices of bread out and I was like, you know what? I want to get fancy with this. And what did the partner you have access to think about it? Was she not involved? Uh, I don't think... Oh, there's cheese in there as well, which helped. Um, uh, I don't think she's... I'm not sure about that. I don't think she... Cheese was... Uh... She sort of decimated it, the, the, the content. She didn't really eat much of the, uh, of the bun itself. But she pulled so it I apart. She pulled it apart, yeah. Yeah, and what about the yeah. dogs? They're, 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 they had a little couple of bits of cheese. That's about it, really. Little sniff. Not, <laughs> sniff around, little yeah. Because the photo you sent was of the BAP itself. Mm, egg everywhere. And then you sent a photo of two dogs sat there looking at you. <laughs> I love those guys. Mm. So anyway, the beans. Beans. So beans I, everywhere. Quite controversially, and I know our, our listeners will have an opinion on this, I'm sure. Mm. Um, I don't really like buying the big cans of beans. Right. So I never eat the whole can. Yeah, they and just they, sit in the fridge. Yeah. yeah. And so I like the 200 gram tins. What's your policy if you if you do have to put a tin in the fridge? Yeah. Do you kind of cling get film. half off the... Yeah. Nah. Exactly, cling film. People think that because it's metal, you've got to put like foil on it, or you've got to leave half the can open nah. and then fold it down. It's not helping anyone. But Choose a bit of cling film. Cling film, the Sainsbury's cling film was the worst cling film on the market. Yeah, no cling film is good cling film. But I mean, Sainsbury's is particularly bad. I, I was very pleased as I was sat in the kitchen for about 10 minutes resurrecting a roll of cling film that had gone round the thing a few times in a weird way. I was like, what is happening? Um, so I, I, I will felt put, like a loom master. I will, yeah, I will put cling film on the tin. Mm. But anyway, so I'll go Good. for the three pack of Sainsbury's, uh, sorry, of Heinz 200 grammers yeah. in Sainsbury's, but I would go Branson if they stocked Branson, but they won't. So if you're listening, Sainsbury's, Streatham Common, You've got a, a willing Sorry, customer for your Branston yeah. beans here. So yeah. I can't be alone. I can't be alone here. <laughs> Look, can I shock you? I've not eaten beans in about six months. I Why? Think. Just Sarah eats beans all the time. I don't eat any beans. But think of the stuff you do eat. And it's <laughs> even more confusing as to why you get it's rid of beans. It's just a bit like, oh, beans. I've moved past that. I'm earning. <laughs> <laughs> beans seen as a real poor man's food, are they? Po boy. I don't know. I just think it's, I just, I just look at it. I go, oh, it's just, we can do better, Britain. You reckon? Yeah. So it's a sign of a t- declining nation. 
Yeah, I, no, I'm a fan. I'm a, I don't. I think people could go too over the top with them. I think people uh, could have too many of them. I don't too like too many to see, beans. The beans boys. I don't like to see beans on toast where you've got two slices of toast. Yeah, that you can't actually see because there's so many beans. That's too much. <laughs> how are you pick? How are you picking up the slices of toast? Well, it's knife and fork, isn't it? You don't eat, you don't eat beans Should, on toast without a knife and you fork. Need, no, the corner. What you need? What you? I do. If I ever touch a bean and on beans on toast. You you got to have one corner that's got no beans on it. You pull that out, and then you've got lovely tomatoey buttery nice, bread, yeah. and you fold that up and put that in your mouth. Not bread toast, and then walk away from the beans. <laughs> that's it. That's that's the only contribution the beans yeah. is making. Well, when I make beans, I always I pull the can off, the, yeah. the lid off, and I'll always have a little lick of the cold bean juice. I love the cold bean juice, and, and the wife I have access to is sickened Absolutely by it. Absolutely rank. What's wrong with that? You look like a right bean boy. That's some of the stuff you've done. I know, but so still. you've done frozen sausages and all sorts. Yeah. Would you do a frozen sausage now? Not with this. No, not with my constitution. So there is a limit now. I think I, I could talk myself into it. I reckon, but yeah. Would you um, go for a good quality sausage? I don't know. Would they be worse? Would they be worse? Would it, I mean most? I just sort of think that the, the, the cheaper sausages have probably been frozen for longer. I don't know. Well, the reason I ask is because I, I am a um, a user of heck sausages. You know those? They're really low-calorie chicken sausages. They're actually really right. nice. And you get used to them and they're fine. But then what happens is when you have a nice sausage after that, you go, oh, it blows your yeah, fucking yeah, mind yeah, to bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my mum and dad, we were, we were at a family thing a couple of weeks back. And my mum, and it was like a barbecue thing because the weather was particularly nice. And my mum said, oh, I'll bring sausages from Phil the Butcher. He's a local butcher yeah. near where they live. And she brought those along and they cooked on the barbecue because I was so used to heck sausages. My God, they blew my mind. <laughs> They're so well made, like handmade with all the yeah. best ingredients. I think if you took one of those and froze it, yeah. you could probably get away of eating that. Because of the where the... You shouldn't be eating raw pork though. I just remember that absolutely clear. The physical, the physical kind of like dimensions uh, of a sausage, handmade, is not a selling point for me. Oh, that's what you mean. I don't want to see a brawny butcher... Handling a sausage, yeah, into my mouth. I, I don't, I don't need that. Why do you think, Why is the Why is the butcher brawny in your mind? Because it turns me on. <laughs> is it because he's so brawny that he sometimes mistakes his fingers for sausages? <laughs> yeah, it's a little sausage. Yeah, because um, you've got to protect yourself from the big slices. If you, I mean, there's a reason why no one or a gang well, will come round. It's an actual phrase, isn't it? No one wants to see other sausages made. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. a reason that's a phrase. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, but um, I would, I would say as well. <laughs> you, you, you know, um, we talked to us uh, years ago now, probably on this show. People got in touch, and I went in some parts of China or Japan or whatever. They eat raw chicken, right? And it's fine. Yeah, it's probably not fine. No, but my beef with with that is that you can have raw beef. So. Oh, I'm going to talk about beef in a minute. Right. My issue with that is that it's just not very pleasant to eat, is it? No. So when people, so here's here's the thing with you. I know you have a steak tartare. You like a bit of that. Mm. I presume you like a bit of beef carpaccio as well. Yes. Yeah. I like a bit of that as well. So, but my problem is if you've got chunky beef, no matter the quality. Mm. It still doesn't taste as nice in terms of texture or flavour if it's really, really rare. Right, okay. Do you agree with that? It's Bad. not juicy, is it? It's really kind of weirdly cold mm. and... Get it down, yeah. Yeah, but you, you can get, get it again. I'll, I'll get again, it down, me, but, but it's not it's just, as nice, it's just, is it? It's just a device to get down egg, Tabasco, capers, just anything, just a no, bit... No, but whoa. I'm talking about a thick steak. Right. If you had a thick steak, so that thick... Yeah. And you, Would you want it raw in the middle? Uh, No, no. I'd, I'd like... I'm medium rare when I have a steak. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Okay, but some people will eat it blue, won't they? They will, yeah. Some and, people and will, quote, rip its horns off and wipe its ass and put it on the plate. <laughs> Walk it through a warm room and then fucking put it on the plate. And I just don't think there's much in that flavour-wise. Yeah. I just think people are doing it to show off. Like it's a virtue signal, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, no. Yeah, and yeah, but it's a, yeah, it's a macho thing, isn't it? It's like, look how fucking hardcore I am. But you, you're going to get stomach worms. Um, 
Luke, would you like to hear the lyrics to My Mum Has Gone to Iceland? Yeah. Because I, I thought it was a stupid song, fun song, right down, right up my Straza kind of song. Can you explain to our listeners who won't know anything what you're talking about? It's a band uh, called Bennett who released a bit of a one-hit wonder, massive one-hit wonder, in fact. Uh, they did a song called Mum's Gone to Iceland. Uh, Iceland is a, uh, a freezer shop, a frozen food shop in, in England. But there's a play on, is it not a play on the country Iceland as well in the song? Or is that not, is it very nope, much known? Not a single okay. thing. Not, not a single, no, no cleverness in this. Yeah. Uh, more food mama give us more food mama I remember those lyrics give us prawn ring mama give us anything mama thank god my mum has gone to Iceland they went more cash dada give her more cash dada be a bit flash dada give her more cash more thank god my mum has gone to Iceland and we don't make the door as the ad men well know got no concept of your bad cash flow and if they ain't that enough, just as life gets more tough, they bring out a new game for my Nintendo. My head's popping, TV window shopping, and there ain't no stopping with the ice cream topping. Thank God my mum's gone to Iceland. We want mama what you can't afford mama, and the TV pressure's aimed at your little treasures. Thank God my mum's gone to Iceland. Bleed daddy dry, watch my mummy cry, and I can't stop wanting no matter how I try. So I guess the song is it's about social, advertising yeah, to children. Social responsibility. Yeah. And they package it up, and they make them do a novelty video, <laughs> and that's the game. And all of a sudden, 1997's most socially conscious hit is forgotten to history. I just don't understand why they were having a go at Iceland. Have a go at Exxon Mobil. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, but you got to do it in, in, in the in the experiences you can understand, right? But I'm just saying that kick in Iceland, like it's not a, you know, it's not an asp- like why have I got Iceland? Because they are the worst supermarket out there. Aren't they? <laughs> no, they're not. They are definitely the worst. Always got a good car park. What's that mean? I don't know. Yeah, what's wrong with Iceland? I don't know. They're, they're the worst. Always, what do you mean? If our listeners had to send in a list of who they thought the worst supermarket was on the on the high street, Iceland would be bottom. Disagree. Who's worse? Tesco. Oh, get out. What do you mean? Tesco aren't great, but they're it's not worse than Iceland. Tesco Metro's, it's just the same thing. You walk into Iceland. There's never any surprises. <laughs> never any surprises. What do you surprises. want out of a supermarket? It's not a you ghost train, like, is it? Oh, give us a, another brand other than Claritin. You want the... Crying out loud. <laughs> you want Disney's haunted house in a supermarket? I just want... It's just the same every time. What fruit have you got? Blueberries. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> True, actually. Jesus. But when you walk Two into Iceland... Two different kinds of blueberries. Posh blueberries. Iceland's just the world's longest freezer chest <laughs> and everything's a quid. But Iceland, there's so many different things. And they jump on bandwagons really quickly. They mm. go, right, do you want the product but with katsu curry on the I'll top? Give, I'll, give Beautiful. Them credit. I'll give them credit for that, yeah. actually. You could, you could see, you could watch a reality show mm. where, I don't know, Harry Redknapp in the jungles talked about, like in, you know, when he used to have iced buns. Yeah, right. Uh, as a kid, yeah, and but he had them with blue icing, yeah, instead of white icing, and then and I bang the quick. next day I shall not have them. They're lithe. They are actually. They're I'll give them credit the, for their flexibility on top of things and their price. Yeah. I, no, I'm not. I'm not having a pop at them for their price, but I do think it feels quite depressing going in one. It is well, it's depressing going in any supermarket. I, I think. can remember it's shit. Supermarkets are crap. I can remember when COVID lockdown happened. And mm. I bear, bear this in mind, I already live in West Norwood. Right, right? And you had a little stroll in Iceland. Well, no, the, I think for some reason, oh, I'll tell you what it was, the little supermarkets, some lockdown thing, the little supermarkets couldn't open, but the big ones could. But there's no big one in West Norwood, you've yes. got to stretch them. The only one that fit the big supermarket bracket was Iceland. Right. And I remember getting in a queue outside, a metre apart, or whatever it was, two metres apart, about 50th in the queue, mm. thinking... 
I think this is probably the most depressing thing I've done because at the end of this queue, I'm going to be in Iceland. It's not even like a good thing to queue for. I'm being forced to queue. It's like I don't even want to do. So that's probably probably kind of slightly coloured my opinion yeah. of Iceland, I would say. Okay. I, I mean, I just sort of think that if... Who is it now? Uh, have we talked about this before? When the... Um, oh, Boris... Yes. Boris Yeltsin uh, visited um, the United States in 1989 and he made an uns- he? unscheduled um, stop-off at the um, at a supermarket in the US somewhere. It was... Uh, we were going to the Johnson Space Centre. Was it definitely Yeltsin? Because he wasn't present at Rush till 91. Hang on. Was it Gorbachev? No, no. Yeltsin and a small entourage made an unscheduled stop at a Randall's grocery store in Clear Lake, a suburb of Houston. Yeah, he wasn't He wasn't in charge then. Okay. Um, oh, that's He just went. Okay. Fine. But he marvelled at the, 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 the free cheese samples and the fresh fish and stuff loving like it. that. Yeah, okay, he was right, loving it. He was right, like, yeah. wow, we don't have this well, we all like country. that, don't we? But we all, but, but, listen, Pete, even if yeah. you do have it, it's still good. Yeah. And and, and basically, he was, he was... Obviously, at this point, he's still part of the the Politburo. He's, he's a, still part of... I think the, he was a big... He was a big swinger. He's a mayor of Moscow, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, he's still a big swinger. And he was he was shocked at how, how awesome it was. If it, and, and, and this led to the breakup of the USSR. Uh, did you... Would you sort of say that uh, if he visited Iceland, he'd be like, yeah... Keep oh, together. Yeah, but our way is the right way. Our way is our way is the way forward, and we have to preserve it at all costs. Otherwise, before we know it, we're buying three frozen packs of Volavons for a quid, and that is no life for anyone. Oh, That's probably dear. what he was thinking. Yeltsin was Yelson was the one who always just looked to get on the piss, didn't he? But yeah, did, yeah. It was, was a country he turned. He was up always at. falling off, uh, falling off planes, wasn't he? There was a, yeah, no, there was, a, there was a, I think there was a country he turned up at, and the plane landed, and it was yeah. like fucking out, and the red carpet was out, and all the rest of it. And then some official had to come up and go, oh, no, um, Mr. Yeltsin's unwell. Right. Very, he's asleep. Yeah. But he's just so pissed he can get off the plane. And they were like, we can't let him get off. Yeah. I like to think he was going, I'm fucking coming, I'm getting I'll off. I'll fucking get let me, let me off. getting I'll, restrained. I'll, I'll, I'll let me off here. And he's in the toilet. That's not the way out. Get, and, and they're wrestling him in. They've pulled all the little plastic shutters down the windows and they're wrestling him in there to stay there. And the guy at the front of the, the door... The plane's just wobbling a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the caravan. Yeah. Yeah, because he apparently used to like, to say the least, he used to like the booze. Yeah. Don't mind it. Well, there was the um, there was a bloke, some fucking guy from the Telegraph, I think, uh, and he was uh, he would he, he did a video where he drank like Churchill uh, for a day. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and it was like he just drank really weak whiskies with soda, uh, pretty much all a day, and then lunch. So he'd start at like half nine or something with the first uh, weak scotch, and then for lunch he'd have pretty much a bottle of wine. And then for uh, tea time, he'd start having like serious drinking, like serious drinking at tea time. Bottle of champagne, uh, bottle of uh, red, um, and then and then he'd just keep drinking the weak weak scotches, uh, well stronger scotches, and then he'd start getting serious around about like nine p.m. I mean, yeah. Good God! How did the guy get on? He tried to replicate it. He 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 was he was saying well, every he, he was basically remonstrating with himself, saying that everything's fine. Uh, I don't feel particularly drunk. He was already particularly drunk at about twelve o'clock. <laughs> I be. I mean, I, I remember. I remember going. Oh lordy! I remember going to the Churchill War Room, which is a mm. brilliant museum. Yeah. Um, for all the obvious reasons, just, mm. just a fascinating place. Yeah. And um, they talk a lot about Churchill in there, and it basically 
becomes quite clear that he is essentially permanently half drunk and always wearing a romper suit. Do you know that as soon as he's used to get back from whatever engagement, he would put this bright blue romper suit on? He invented the onesie. And it's like, and it's like, and, and, and look, it's Churchill, so he's done, you know, he's right. quite a controversial figure these days, but he's done mm. loads of, obviously, to say the least, done loads of amazing stuff, right? Mm. If you didn't know anything about that, yeah. and you got transported back to like 1941, a man in a and, and, the, and a guy appeared down the appeared down the corridor in a bright blue romper suit, <laughs> bald, bald, cigar on the go, champagne, wobbling all over the place, you'd be thinking, <laughs> I don't feel that confident that <laughs> he's going to get us through this. Yeah, as the bombs are dropping. Yeah, because in the book, there's a great book by Eric Larson called "The Splendid and the Vile," and yeah. it's about um, basically about the Blitz and about Churchill and the rest of it. And Churchill apparently was very fond of getting up on the roof of 10 Downing Street mm. and watching the bombs drop. And he, I think he said something like, oh, it gave him an idea of like context of how important this was. And, mm. you know, and if he couldn't brave that, then he wasn't fit to lead and everything. Mm. Basically just pissed. <laughs> Basically, I've got up on the fucking roof. On <laughs> <laughs> the roof, yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, he, Come on, hit me. Even in, even in Churchill War Room. Even in the Churchill War Room. I'll catch the bomb. <laughs> Throw it back. <laughs> Which is... Um, Please take a fucking revolver. Yeah, Jesus. I know, yeah. What's that going to do? I don't know. What's have that going to do? Have a couple of pops, can you? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of pops that are flame. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the only... You've thought of the only thing that makes it worse. What do you mean? They see him pissed. They're going to go... <laughs> at least he... Yeah, he's having a nice time. He's got a gun on the go. They're going to go, he's unhinged. Absolutely. Give him a gun. But anyway, in the ch- even in the Churchill War Rooms, which is ex- explicitly made mm. to show how great Churchill was... Yeah. So you've got to assume they're playing it down a bit. Mm. He still comes across as a massive pisser, <laughs> right? So and and that challenge you're talking about there, exactly. Mm. It reminds me of uh, there was an, another guy. I think it was way back in the day, so it probably would have been a written piece, like a blogger or something, yeah. who tried to eat all the calories that Tour de France cyclists eat during yes, the Tour de France, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. And, and it's it's like seven thousand calories mm. a day, which doesn't sound mad, mm. but actually, when you start adding it up, it's unbelievably tough well uh, Charlie from the Ramble and, and Marcus from the Ramble were talking about uh, like menus nowadays have to have uh, your the calories of, of, of what you're eating you on get there. the option you can yeah. ask for that menu if you want oh can you right yeah. okay I mean it is, Charlie said he he, he had uh, a meal uh, on the menu it was just pie and chips or whatever yeah. 1600 calories yeah. <laughs> you're like fucking so, hell I wonder about that because I mean, this guy who did the Tour de France thing, he, he, he quit after one day and he started like a kilogram of pasta left to eat. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it was something like that anyway. Mm. Um, on that calorie thing on the menus, I'm really ambivalent about that because I'm someone who thinks quite a lot about their calories. Yeah. I struggle quite a lot with my weight. Yeah. It goes up and down quite a lot. And it's on my mind all the time. Yeah. And so on one hand, I think, okay, I can understand why people have, have kind of mooted that as an idea because yeah. you think to, to a lot of people it's just oh well I can just get the information it's good information right yeah. so it's my I can take the information and I can do what I want with it I think it really underestimates the psychological effect that a lot of people have with how many calories they're consuming and how difficult it is if you struggle with it particularly when you're going out for a meal and you kind of teach yourself to go okay well I'm out for a meal now with my wife or whatever yeah. I can enjoy myself yeah. if you've faced with that it's actually quite awful well I, I, I agree just as I, I just think we should be told eating out a lot and there's a culture of this now. You you know, the, 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 we're all foodies Take away now, as well. Take, Take away, away. we're yeah, all foodies so and stuff. Yeah. And so, like, it, it's, you know, you, 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 you're delivering systems and stuff. Um, yeah, it's it, just, no, just no, anything on that is bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're counting your calories, 
Just expect that every meal is going to be north of 500. Just just expect that. Yeah. Every meal you're going to eat in a restaurant, every meal you're going to eat uh, takeaway is going to be north of 500. That's just the way it is. But, and, but my, my point was just though, Pete, was that if you want that information, mm. you can get it. Mm. I mean, it's all on people's web. Um, um, most of um, the big chains, it'll be on their website. Mm. McDonald's already do it. McDonald's mm. have been forced to put it on their boxes anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's, it's available to people. Yeah. The one that really surprised me was Wagamama's. Have you seen how calorific Wagamama's is? Yeah. And I don't really know why. Because I understand if you're at a really nice restaurant, it's all butter and salt and mm. they just clarify everything with butter, right? So I get that. Wagamama's, I don't really see any reason why it should be that calorific, but I it is. Know. People are always surprised about how uh, calorific, like, Eastern food is. It's like, there's a lot of sugar in, uh, you know, the Western appropriation of it. It's like, it's all sugar, isn't it, really? Right. It's all sugar and carbs. <laughs> I love, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really fried one. as well, you know. It's a really tricky one, and I think, um, and I'm, I'm a calorie counter as well because you know, I'm, I'm trying to shift weight, but I'm, I'm doing stuff, and it's like, yeah, it's yeah. Not, not really working. It's tough, mate. And I think it's, it's very psychological as well. Yeah. What I don't think is really talked about enough is the psychological aspect of it. I find there's a lot of Instagram accounts which are very helpful in terms of information and, mm. and about being body positive and stuff, but no one really properly tackles the psychological part of it, mm. which I think, and I'm not talking about myself here, but I can absolutely see. Why someone who had a very difficult upbringing, for example, or coming from a family that's very poor and didn't eat very much, I can absolutely see if they become financially successful or more successful in mm. adult life, I can see the psychological link there between them wanting to eat a lot because mm. they weren't able to when they I get all that kind of stuff. No one really talks about that thing and it's a very mm. psychological issue. It's like it's almost a bit like do you know what it feels like to me, Pete? It feels like, you know, back in the day, if someone was a heroin addict, the, the general a- angle would be, what's well, your own fault? Just don't be an addict. Yeah. But really understanding the brain processes. Yeah. And no one really says that now because yeah. they understand it. It's kind of, I'm not trying to make an unhelpful comparison, but if people have got a problem psychologically with food, it's not as easy as just saying to them, we'll just stop eating. Mm. You, you, it's hard. It's yeah. really hard for a lot of people to do yeah. that. And I don't know if this helps it or not. But anyway, anyway, Peter. Anyway. Let's have a break um, from this. Um, maybe go and get a little snack or something. And then, <laughs> and then when, we, when we come back, um, we've got a few emails to do. And I really want to read this email that came in very, very recently um, from our friend Johnny. So All right, then. Look, stick around for that and we'll be back after this. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. 
you really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We're back. It's a Luke and Pete show. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, it's real easy, baby. If you've got access to an email or a Gmail or a Hotmail or a Yahoo.co.uk. Uh, hotmail. Did you say Hotmail? I said Hotmail. Great, in yeah. that, yeah. Uh, drop us a line at uh, hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. What was your, what's your favourite of the legacy email domains? Uh, my email address was PeterDonaldson underscore 99 at Yahoo.co.uk. So feel free to drop me a line. not going to read it. You're a, you're a Yahoo man. Could you still get access to that email account? I did, yeah. I tried to look for like I had like my whole life for like five years, I think. Yeah. They deleted them all, didn't they? Shit. They'd move I had to, a they, hotmail. They move it over to the servers and we lost all emails. I, I had think. a hotmail. Can't get into it. I can't get into it. <gasps> Gone. What horrors will be in there. Surely you could lobby... Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft is still around. Hotmail should they should be able to let you in. Some things you just got to let lie. <laughs> let them lie. Anyway, the, prob- the problem with getting access to anything like an old gallery, an old hard drive, or whatever, um, you kind of like oh, you just be there for all afternoon, really, kind of mm. thinking about the past. Well, the reason I ask is because our friend Johnny, whose email I'm going to read out now, mm. is emailing from a live, a live, live email address. Is, yeah, that, live. is that an old Mac one or is that? I can't remember. I thought it was part of the Hotmail stable. Probably ours, wasn't it? Yeah. I think the Hotmail, yeah. the Hotmail try and brand, rebrand live. to live at one point. Live.com. I love it when companies are a big try and rebrand. Yeah. Well, they can sort of do it and go, it's, fuck, it's fucking not working. It's fucking not working. No one's buying it. Yeah. Go back. Facebook will be back. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one because they almost like explicitly said, oh, yeah, it's, like, Facebook's toxic now. I'm just going to call it Meta. <laughs> But you're yeah. the people saying it. I find, <laughs> do you know what I find weird about that? What? Talk to me about Nick Clegg. What do you mean? He's sort of, uh, yeah. Gone proper dark side. I mean, yeah. I Just mean... regularly wheeled out, having to say <laughs> mental stuff. <laughs> do you need the money that much? Yeah. Do you really think you're doing a, a good thing? a lot of money, though, isn't it? A lot yeah, of money. I mean, it is, but... A lot of money, and there's a lot of plausible deniability in that role, isn't there? It's no, just I don't a think town so. hall, mate. No, I don't think there is because he's the, he's the, isn't he like the second in command? Like he's, in, mm. he's in command of Europe mm. or something like that. He's got a big mm. job. Yeah. What's the deniability there? Buck stops for you, brother. <laughs> anyway, Johnny Mitchell, hello to you, Johnny. Uh, Johnny says, I met Luke and the wife he has access to oh. at a wedding in Istanbul five Lovely. years ago. I remember it well. Um, he said, we had an interesting conversation about the role of luck in football and running. Um, I was probably just saying that I'm not a bad footballer or runner. I'm just very unlucky. Um, <laughs> also, I feel we bonded over a satisfying feeling that we are bunch, both punching above our weight with the wives we have access oh, to. Oh, stop you two. When I met Luke, I had no idea. What a great point. This is not the reason I read did this you, Did you write this? I'm actually going to get rid of that Jesus paragraph. Christ. Um, no, read it. He said, I, I introduced... I had no idea I had what a top, what a top draw podcaster he was. Yeah, I want to get rid of that. Um, he said, I be, anyway, he said, I became uh, a big fan. I introduced the Wi Fi I have access to, Naomi, to the quality pods you guys make. Right. Naomi, at the time we became listeners, was an elite level marathon runner. As you can imagine, she spends a lot of her time in the gym and she loves blasting out the Luke and Pete show on her phone while training. Uh oh. Cross training, strength and conditioning, or stretching, you are the sound of her gym work. Since listening to the Luke and Pete show, Naomi's got faster and faster. 
I said, as sports fans, you would like to hear from her and her audio key to success. However, she holds your show in such high regard, she has never considered her achievements worthy of your attention. When she was selected for England, I told her she should email. When she finished third on her England debut, putting England on the podium with Kenya and Ethiopia, I told her to email. Now she's been selected for Team GB, representing them later this year at the European Championships in Munich. So I've decided to message for her. Thanks for helping Naomi with her training so far. Here's to the pod and its incredible variety of batteries, powering her on to more major championships in the future. Thanks very much, Johnny Mitchell. Johnny Mitchell. How good is that? It's amazing. I googled Naomi earlier because I've met Johnny and I've not met Naomi. Johnny, right. Full disclosure, Johnny is a cousin of one of my best friends. I see, okay, right. But I've never met Naomi Jobs because... for the boys. At the wedding in question, Pete... He knows she, for the boys. Yeah. At the wedding in question, she didn't attend the wedding because she right. was training. run in. That's how serious she was about it. Right. Run away bride. Um, I would... <laughs> <laughs> is there something psychological at play here <laughs> I would like her to take you running Pete okay that'd yeah. be great wouldn't it no awful, awful how long do you reckon you could do because it would because if I you said to run. Naomi do the slowest pace you do in one of your easiest training runs yeah how long do you reckon you keep up with her uh, well I, I can't I mean I literally I, I have literally run before to like the next block of a road and went you don't need to do this and I've just stopped isn't that awful have you never been for a run no, no, never been. Well, not in recent memory, anyway. Terrible. I, honestly, I don't know what I'd do. I do know, not know what I would do. Yeah. Absolutely awful. Yeah. Terrible. I'll, I won't see 50, honestly. Awful. <laughs> you keep saying that. You were saying that when we were like 25 and it was funny. Now it's not funny. No, it's not funny. Because <laughs> you're 41 in the se- I've got sepsis in my elbow. You're 41 now. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, before we go... Right. Can you talk to me about the sepsis? Because you mentioned it before. Oh, what? The, what? You didn't know. You didn't say it was sepsis before, though. Bashed, uh, bashed my elbow at some point. Might have done it on the darts night, you know, and not no one like a big drunkard. Was it worse than when Jim bashed his elbow and had to go to hospital? A bad bang. Yeah, he had a bad bang, didn't he? Yeah. Um, it, look at it. Why does it look like that? It's, it's a really uh, weird shape. It's, um, it's, it's got a little knob. It, it used to be like last week on Friday when we did a little picture on, on online. We. It was a big, it was a big lumper. It was bright red. Now it's kind of calmed down a little bit, but it, it gave. I had like three days of fever, uh, and I'm not like, sleeping very well. It's like an thing. old lady's ankle, but on an elbow. <laughs> you weren't sleeping well either. What, why is it affecting you that much? Well, because it's trying to fight off the the, the sepsis. I think because basically around what's it called a uh, a bursitis burst right. bursitis. Right. Um, it's a little bag of fluid around your elbow that protects your elbow. Uh, and your knees and any joint related bits and you got loads around your body but um this one it was clearly like burst and got infected and it's gone big and uh obviously you know getting your bloodstream it usually makes you feel like absolute shit because like sepsis or whatever i think it's sepsis it's gone around your body um and so i was just i, I just had a fever for a couple of days i thought it was covid huh. um and then went to the doctors but you've and... already got covid twice <laughs> I know. So I, thought third third COVID. Go- I thought it was third COVID. The third COVID coming. And I went in and I said, uh, I've got fever and this has happened. And the doctor went, yep, bursitis, uh, sepsis, bursitis, or whatever. Right. Um, have, some, have some penicillin. The OG of uh, antibiotics. Ref- refreshingly old school, that. Yeah, really They're good They're still stuff. dishing out penicillin to people. Yeah. And I read that apparently drinking and most antibiotics, you're fine with them. It's an old wives' tale. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Um, and people who listen to the Ramble as well as this will realise that a couple of weeks ago you were talking about cutting around the doctor's waiting room diagnosing boys. <laughs> and how come you didn't? How come you won't be able to diagnose yourself then? Diagnose thyself? Well, yeah. Well, I will in the future if I see someone with a, who's had a bad bang 
got a big uh, elbow or knee, mm. uh, a baker's knee, I think they used to call it back mm. in the day. Cause housewife's you'd be knee kind of, as well. You know, is it housewife's knee? As well, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, they probably changed it because that sounds quite sexy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll be able to diagnose that. So I'm collecting all of the problems yeah. just so I can di- diagnose them in other people. It's, good this, because, it's good this because it, it assumes that there's only one thing that can be wrong with any part of your body. <laughs> right? so what about if I gave you 10 normal people in, yeah. in a... A&E waiting room yeah just a cross section of 10 people I reckon I could have a crack at two of them I reckon I could diagnose two of them what would they be well, uh, well there's always a burn in there always a burn always a that's burn. easy Go, that's a burn yeah that's ooh, easy ooh yeah. that's the noise for burn yeah um, and uh, a crick neck I reckon I could yeah what was it Rye neck Rye neck yeah. sprained neck I, yeah. think, I think I think you could retrain as a doctor yeah <laughs> Because you know that Harry Hill used to be a doctor. Yes. A, it seems so you could go around. The, it never goes. You never go backwards, do you? I suppose. Well, it, it, it's quite interesting how there seems to be a bit of a crossover because a lot of doctors seem to be quite adept broadcasters and entertainers mm. and stuff. There must be something in that. Well, I, I, the best doctor, or maybe they're the worst doctors. I don't know. They, they, you have to kind of uh, take on information and uh, analyze it, and then and then deliver it in a. Yeah. In a manageable way, the, I suppose. The last doctor I saw, I thought was honestly crap. He was so dismissive and so like actually quite arrogant. Mm. I'm fairly certain he completely misdiagnosed me. Right. And um I know like it's an unfashionable thing to say because they're under pressure and all the rest of it, cutbacks. Yeah. But he was like bad. Like, yeah. Notice would be bad. I saw two doctors about the same thing. The first doctor was brilliant. He referred me to this specialist who was completely crap. Right. So, listen, I'm just saying that if you want to have a look at the old knee, mate, you're welcome to do so because it can't <laughs> be any worse than that. Yes. Anyway, let's get out of here. We'll be back get on Thursday with more of this chat. Um, special thanks to Johnny and Naomi. Good luck, Naomi, in the mm. upcoming Team GB World Championships. We'll be rooting for you. Keep us posted. Um, thank you to everyone who emailed in. Thursday, we'll do battery brands. We've got some good ones lined up. We're still finding new ones. Um, and mm. you can get in touch with us. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com, as Pete said. Or you can hit us up on social media at Luke and Pete Show. We'd love to hear from you. And if you like the show, make sure you tell your friends and leave us a little five-star review. Because we're just in there talking crap to each other every twice a week. It's lots of fun. We love that you enjoy it. But why don't you spread the word as well? Until Thursday, Peter, it's goodbye from you. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me as well. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.